The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Okay, great. I have uh, just a little bit of an introduction for you here, and we'll jump in. We'll see. Try to go about well, fifteen give me one, here. Give me one. Give me one second. I got to do something. I'm gonna put a surprise guest on the phone to say hello to you because she just looked at me and said, "Say hi." It's Samantha Smart. So oh, say well, hi. fantastic. Yeah, Samantha Smart heard I was talking to you, and she said, "Let me say hi to Jargo." Well, awesome. So hold on one second. Here you go. Hi, Jargo. This is the IQ superior, Samantha Smart. Hello, Miss Smart. How are you? I'm fine, and how are you today? Well, things are just absolutely fantastic. This is a, a very uh, unexpected pleasure to get you on the uh, on the phone here. How, how have things been since the last time we had you on the show? You know, things have been great for me. I've been working with new companies, new mergers, and just really promoting taking over WoW and world domination in general. That, that sounds par for the course for you. I, I assume that you are incredibly looking forward to the debut this Saturday on Access TV. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm highly anticipating finally being able to see the result of all of the hard work that the disciplinarian and I have been putting in, you know, playing it out on the screen. Any chance that yourself and the disciplinarian are going to be involved in the uh, tag team championship uh, tournament that we have going on here? Now, you should know that we enforce rules, and a primary rule of this discussion would be not to give any spoilers. That's valid. That's valid. But, of course, the tag team series would be lucky to be graced with our presence. Oh, of course. Anytime that you are on screen, it's absolutely gracing everybody with your presence. And I feel like you bring the IQ of the room up, you know, probably 15, 20 points just by even walking into it. At least. I mean, it's really a duty. I consider myself a true philanthropist. I am helping the world one stupid person at a time and raising the IQ level. That's why I'm here with David McLean today. I'm helping him out. Fantastic. I appreciate that. You know, maybe we can get some uh, spoilers out of Mr. McLean or, or is the disciplinarian there as well? Just in case he starts to say something, she can just, you know, give him that look. Yes, that's a that's a great point that you bring up. So I will give you back to David McLean now, but I will be monitoring him to make sure he is following the rules and answering intelligently. I appreciate it, Ms. Smart. Thank you so much for joining us here briefly. Jargo, they're keeping me on my toes. It sounds like she's got you on a pretty short leash there, Mr. McLean. Yes, it's a good thing I'm not married. I'd be on a short leash and on my knees. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is just great. I'm the world champion. September 7th. And I am the baddest bitch in this building. Wow, the women of wrestling are back for the attack. My name is Tessa Blanchard. I am the born legend. I'm the WOW world champion. Anytime that I step in that ring, it doesn't matter who my opponent is, I'm fearless. I fear nobody. You're only the champ, cause I'll let you. Back up, back up. My name is The Beast. I'm a full speed, hard hitting freight train. If you happen to be standing on that track, it's your problem, not mine. I'm Faith the Lioness. The biggest threat for me this season would be Tessa Blanchard, but lions don't lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. My name is Jesse Jones. I tell it like it is, and I do what it takes, and to some people, they can't take that. And I'm gonna make wrestling great again. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Until you fall for me. the only one with a name and a legacy attached to. I'm Teal Piper. When the Psycho Sisters heard that WoW was going to have a tag team tournament to crown the first tag team champion, we knew those belts are as good as ours. Yeah, you'll be fine for Oh, Firebuster. Anything could happen. They all won the WoW Championship. Here we go. Wow. 
season of Wow! Women of Wrestling premieres Saturday, September 7th, part of the Saturday Slam on Access TV. What's up, peeps, freaks, and geeks? Welcome back to this very special edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network at thegorillaposition.com, presented by Hameen Media and in association with Last Word on ProWrestling.com. My name is Jargo. I'll be your host for the day, but let's welcome in our guest. Making his second appearance on the show, he is the mind behind the original Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling and now the visionary behind and in front of the camera with WOW Women of Wrestling, debuting this Saturday on Access TV at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David McLean. Mr. McLean, welcome back to the show. Jargo, thank you. I'm happy to be here. You're over there in Iowa. I'm out in California, but the entire universe of wrestling is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, starting at 12 Eastern, I believe. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. It's WOW Slamathon on Access TV, Jargo. Nine hours of wow on Access TV tomorrow, one after another. So put away SUV. I know I've been watching them on another network, one after another, and that great show out of Chicago, that cop show. And start your wow marathon tomorrow on Access TV, starting at 9 Eastern, uh, a.m. in the morning. And you're right, Jargo, tomorrow night on Access TV at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Western, Pacific Time, Wild debuts with its second season on Access TV. It's exciting, and uh, I know the wrestling fans are really going to enjoy it. Absolutely, and if you haven't seen any of the Wild debut on Access TV, you can catch all of Season 1 leading up to the big Season 2 debut. That's right. Everything tomorrow, right up to it. Takes you right to the main event where you're going to see Havoc, Jungle Girl, Tessa Blanchard, and one. who is the other competitor? Oh, of course, the Beast, the Phenom, the Beast, in there, in the ring, surrounding the world champion who won the championship last season, Tessa Blanchard, the born legend. And then right as you see that, at 8 o'clock, the new season starts, so it rolls you right into what happened. So it's going to be something. And Tessa's got a new challenge this year, being she's the champion. People are gunning for her for the championship title now. It sounds like all those women are going to be after that championship. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. McLean, the first time we had you on the show was back in January, right before the season one kickoff. You can find that in the archives at hittingthemarks.com. Obviously, you've been an incredibly busy man since then. How have you been, and how are you dealing with WOW superheroes? I saw that you've been doing a lot of the convention circuit, getting out there and meeting fans directly face-to-face. Well, we had the great pleasure of going to San Diego Comic-Con. We, we, you can't even buy your way in. Headlock Comic Books. Headlock Comic Books was so gracious to bring Tessa Blanchard, the champ, myself, and our owner, Jeannie Buss, down to San Diego to participate. It was just terrific. Um, we'd never been there to participate outside of the greater L.A. area at any Comic-Con of this size and this nature. And Jeannie Buss uh, just was astonished at the fans and uh, the support. Well, one, obviously, of course, we were in the neighborhood for the Lakers. But then secondly, for WOW, it was just a great day. I mean, we were there signing autographs for over three and a half, four hours each day. So it was a great response. And people really enjoyed meeting Tessa Blanchard up close and personal. Um, they'd known her from WOW. Some did not. Some knew her from Impact Wrestling. But the fact that they lined up, you know, two, 3,000 people deep, deep to meet Tessa Blanchard was a testament to her greatness and her exposure level in the last year on national television and across the country in arenas. So it was a terrific event. And, and you asked how busy we've been, terrifically busy, because the fans have really stepped up and supported WOW. They're starting to follow the WOW world. 
They're going to WOWE.com. They're meeting the superheroes there. And then they're following them at WOW Superheroes on all the different platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So we've been terrifically busy. And this Saturday night, just like last year, participating socially will be the following wrestlers. Samantha Smart, Keel Piper, and Mesmeriah as the Psycho Sisters will be live during the actual broadcast connecting to the WOW fans on our social media platforms. So as you're sitting at home, you're watching WOW and you're conversing with Samantha Smart, the Psycho Sister Mesmeriah, and hot Roddy Rowdy Piper's daughter, Teal Piper. I mean, that's unheard of, that you're watching and participating with the actual superheroes right while the show's going on. So it's fun, it's unique, and that's just one aspect of how we're trying to engage with the fan base. It's fantastic. I, I know last season it was Miss Abilene Maverick was doing a lot of the watch-alongs. It's a great way to interact with the talent that you're seeing on screen and get even a little bit deeper into the WOW universe. No doubt about it. And uh, it was successful last year and we're continuing it this year. One of the big things that we talked about here on the show regarding season one was the presentation of the show, the look of the show, the lighting, the staging. For this season, you once again return to the Belasco Theater in Los Angeles. Is season two going to look very, very similar to season one, or are you guys going for a, a whole new feel with season two? The feel will be very much similar. The The aesthetics will be the, be the same. What you'll notice a bit of a difference, Jargo, is the crowd has become younger. As WOW got exposed, um, it shifted almost from an all-male audience, and there's you know almost almost a 50-50 mix with women, but a lot of young kids. It reminds me of when I went to professional wrestling when I was younger. You would go with your mom and dad. You would go with your grandfather. Um, you would go as a family, and you'd enjoy um, the spectacle and the spectacular wrestling as a family. And you can't believe the number of young girls that are coming that are nine up to 13 to follow their superheroes. So we've transformed in, in less than a year from almost all male domination to, um, a, a, a greater and a wider breadth of an audience that's coming to the wow events. So that's exciting. It's so true. I love sitting down with my family and watching it. I have a, a six-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 16-year-old, all girls, and they absolutely love watching WOW. Looking back on season one, one of the hottest programs, aside from the championship picture, was two of the girls that you mentioned earlier, Jungle Girl and The Beast. David, my six-year-old has been waiting for this payoff for months now to see these two alpha females collide in the center of the ring. For those unfamiliar, tell us a little bit about this rivalry, and please tell me we're not going to have to wait much longer for this thing to blow off. Well, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I got to tell you, Jungle Girl and the Beast are two specimens. I always talk about when I look at talent, will they make an impact if they walk on an airplane? And when those two walk on an airplane, everybody's head turns. Just the arms alone on the two of them is something to gaze at. And with respects to Jungle Girl, she is an original WOW superhero. And it's music to my ears that, Jargo, you say your six-year-old daughter is, you know, following Jungle Girl. Um we were told by people that Jungle Girl shouldn't be still competing because she's been in the business so long. She's too old. You need to go with younger, younger talent. And I, I disagreed with that, and I believe the aspect of competition is based on your performance level, and no one performs at a higher level in terms of athletic skill and being in a gym than Jungle Girl, except maybe the Beast. And um, that's music to my ears that your six-year-old daughter follows Jungle Girl. 
the fans appreciate her. They appreciate that she's been dedicated to her profession, to her health. And what a specimen. And she's a mom. So, you know, you can't believe the number of women I get comments from. How does she keep a figure like that and a body like that? And Jungle Girl is someone that anyone from six to a, to a mom in their 40s can look up to and be proud of. And she's going to be battling the beast, I can tell you that. And I can tell you they're going to mix it up tomorrow night on Access TV. I'll let you know that those two come out in the very first five minutes of WOW's debut on Access TV tomorrow night. So your six-year-old should be glued to the set with you to watch it. I'll be glued to it as well. That's for certain. Anytime the Beast is on my television, I am tuned in. One of the other rather large changes that we've heard about inside of WOW since the last time that we spoke was the training center in Long Beach that's being head up by Miss Selena Majors. We just had her on the show a couple of days ago. How did this entire concept kind of come to be? And she told this great story of a couple of talents just loading up in the pickup truck, driving across country to go join the WOW uh, Performance Center. I'm, I'm sure that there's a, a more that traditional was, way. That was just... That was Jolene and, and, and Jolene and Jolene. I can't tell the two apart or I just, they're identical twins. Uh, they were, they're, they're both born in, in, uh, some part of Asia. I, I believe it's Vietnam. Their family moved when they were kids to Virginia and they literally grew up. I'm, I'm talking in the backwoods, the hills of Virginia. And so it's a real blending of Americana. Immigrants, parents come to America. They grow up in the South. They grow up in the Virginia Hills. And that's today's picture of America. It's not what's typical. And they have the the guts. I was going to use another word, but they have the guts (laughs) to jump into a car, load it up with just their backpacks, and drive cross country and show up at the wild training center. They slept outside the training center in the car on a few nights. And they said, we're here. And I go, Holy, there's no guarantees. There's no guarantee that you're going to become a professional woman wrestler, but they had the intentional fortitude. They stuck with it and they've learned their craft and they are, and they debuted last year in a tag team match and and rightfully so when i said what are we going to call you guys what are you know i can't tell you apart what are we going to call you and they said we're the dixie darlings and what a what a what a name for them and i just love them it's it's going to become iconic their logo from their name to who they are and where they're from it's just something unique and different and i think people are going to like that um Speaking of that, yes, Selena Majors has done a terrific job. And you asked, you, you asked Jargo, how did this all come about? We recognized from talking to the independent talent that was out there, um, they were all learning different aspects of wrestling, and they were all gathering knowledge and experience through multiple avenues from being trained from guys to, to paying $3,000 fees to join wrestling schools for a month. And we recognized that the marketplace had a problem in the fact that, you know, even Tessa Blanchard, she was trained by George Scott, George South in the Carolinas. And in speaking to Tessa, you know, it worked for her. She had the intensive fortitude and she trained, but she was the only female in an all training class for months in a school. And she saw firsthand women that were coming to learn to wrestle that wanted to wrestle, but they weren't comfortable with the environment. You know, 15, 10 guys. I'm the only girl in the class or one of just several. And, she brought it up to us. We listened to it. Selena brought me, you know, thoughts. And Jeannie Buss, who owns WOW, who's the owner of the Lakers, she's the one that said, let's invest in a WOW training school and let's make it 
a safe environment for women to train and be the only all women's wrestling training facility and school center in the entire, I guess, world. So if women out there want to learn in a safe environment, in a nurturing environment, and one where we want to foster good skill set in the ring with safety being first, you got to go to the WOW Training Center. And you could go to the talent at WOWE.com and make submissions. We won't be having new um, candidates in until late fall, but at least they can introduce themselves there. Talent at WOWE.com. Um, and it, you know, if you make it, you're on national TV and you become a professional wrestler. If you don't, you had an experience and uh, one you'll never forget. And with that said, you know, it's publicly been noted. Roddy Piper's daughter, Teal Piper, you know, finally said, I've got to pay tribute to my dad and I want to do it. But, you know, she had a dream to be an actress. So she moved to California, L.A. And as soon as she moved here, she found out there's no way you can leave L.A. If you want jobs, you have to be in the environment. And she couldn't join a wrestling school, say, in Florida or in Texas or in Carolinas. And the WOW Training Center has afforded her an opportunity to learn the craft that her dad was the best at. And she debuted, as everyone knows, in that AEW from Chicago Battle Royal. And um, what a thrill for her to walk out on that stage and hear the cheers of that 13,000 people and know and feel for the first time in her life what her dad experienced night after night, city to city, for some 25 years in the ring. It's pretty amazing. And she'll credit that to coming to the WOW training school and learning the ropes, if you will, correctly. We'll have Teal on the show tomorrow. Looking forward to sitting down and conversing with her and hearing her entire story. Uh, one final question before we let you go today, Mr. McLean. In, in looking through some of the previews for Season 2, debuting tomorrow night, 8 p.m. on Access TV, one of the big features this season is going to be the Tag Team Championship Series. Tell us a little bit about the series and what you guys have planned for Season 2. Jargo, I'm so glad you brought that up because the Tag Team Championship Series does begin tomorrow night. And the last Tag Team Champions of WOW were Caged Heat, Loka and Delta Lot of Pain. And we've neglected the Tag Team Championship belt until such time that we had enough competitors to enter a Tag Team Tournament. And any historians, your listeners that are historians of professional wrestling are really going to enjoy tomorrow night because there's a segment in the broadcast which will feature all the way back to the 1950s, which is with the great May Young, they will have a feature on all the great tag teams that have held the championship title. And that's going to be something very special fans and historians. You'll see Leilani Kai, Wendy Richter up to the jumping bomb angels. You'll, you'll see a tribute that no one else has done. No one to all the great wrestlers of the past that had the honor of winning the women's championship titles. And we pay homage to them because without them, we wouldn't be here. And subsequently the tournament kicks off and it's a great feature. So I'm so glad you mentioned it. Mr. McLean, thank you so much for once again joining us here today. It's WOW Season 2 coming to Access TV tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch the Season 1 Marathon beforehand starting at noon Eastern Standard Time. Mr. McLean, tell the peeps, the freaks, and the geeks how to follow along with yourself as well as the WOW Superheroes on social media for Season 2. 
go first to WOWE.com, and then all the social media handles are there, and it's at WOW Superheroes. And I got to say one last thing. Someone coined this phrase, and I hope I have the phrase they coined uh, last week on an interview, and someone else mentioned it, I think, because they heard it. But I really say it being humble. Wow, when they watch Wow on Access TV starting tomorrow, nine hours of it, kicking right into the second season at 9 p.m. Eastern, Wow is the best wrestling on TV. That's, the, that's it. Wow is the best wrestling on TV. And I believe it. And whoever coined that, I've got to go back and find out who coined that. I agree with them, and I humbly, humbly accept that acknowledgement, and I think it's right. Um, Access TV has done a great job of building New Japan Wrestling, which will follow us. It's a whole day of wrestling when you consider that. And we're just so fortunate to be on a network with dedicated people at the network that want to properly promote professional wrestling. And that's a tribute to the network, Access TV, but the fans' support of what they're doing. Can't say enough about it. we got to ask all the fans, please follow us, please hashtag us, please do like us, all that. Because without the fans, we don't stay around. And women's wrestling will never have a platform just like this. It's here because of the fans, and we got to ask the fans to keep us going. And um, I'm so happy I'm a part of building the legacy of women's professional wrestling. We're very happy that you're going through all of the effort to establish, because as we look throughout the professional wrestling world at this point, there's a lot of companies that talk about doing something with the women, but the problem is all they do is they sit and they talk about it. You've actually went out and you have done it. We applaud you, sir. I can't wait to watch the show. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to be on your show again, Jargo. Thank you, and have a great time with Teal Piper. Thank you very much, David. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.